Hey, fuckers. Uh, new riddle. You know what's hard for a motherfucker to say? You're expecting too much of me, and we need to talk about realistic boundaries. But here we are. As a traumatized motherfucker myself, I can easily admit that um, I have this problem, and also that um, this project is really hard to do because of it. It is continual performance every day on multiple platforms, being scrutinized by a very diverse group of humans who, I'm sorry to say, enmesh a lot, black and white think a lot, have emotional swings a lot, and decide that they are enraged at me and every other human on this planet a lot. Because they hurt a lot. Because no one ever gave them a steady, secure relationship to rely on a lot. Because they felt totally alone and totally terrified a lot. And I completely get that inside and out, and it makes my stomach ache. But, well... It's because of this trauma recovery journey that we're all on. This is a pattern that we have to dissolve for healthy relationships in the future. And I'm here to say part of my trauma is learning when I don't need to achieve to martyr myself for everyone and to obsessively put my needs last for acceptance and positive valuation by all others. And this is one of those circumstances. <laughs> This show is difficult. My name is Jess. I am not a professional therapist. I am a recreational trauma researcher who happens to talk PTSD in a way that people apparently seem to like and who made a community to help with that effort. And that's why a motherfucker needs to be clear about personal expectations and boundaries before the codependency kicks in. So, fucker, if you are in immediate danger, call a crisis line. If you are feeling trauma-tickled, call your therapist. If you are feeling offended by anything this motherfucker says, I don't know, dial up your trauma self-response and call your best friend on the phone if you want and endlessly commiserate about how much I fucking suck. Or do the recovery thing and explore why it's such a touchy point instead your call. Point is, this is an entertainment show to aid with trauma education. The community offers acceptance for everyone's trauma recovery, but no one is responsible or liable for anyone else's trauma anything. I mean, unfortunately, except for all of us ourselves. And I know that that's hard news. And guess what? I'm full of that sort of thing. So welcome to Traumatized Motherfuckers. It is a place for difficult self-discoveries, and you are encouraged to enter at your own time, in your own way, with professional therapy on your side, if you ever want to, and for using and respecting our fundamental trauma recovery tool that we are all the fucking worst at, boundaries. So fuckers, I love talking trauma with you, but I'm not a professional. I can't take on your trauma. I can't please everyone with a podcasting app on this planet. And I'm really happy to see you in the community anytime where we're all practicing boundaries and healthy relationships together. But that's all I can offer. And that's all that you can expect. Can't wait to hear from you. I hope that you'll share your story with everyone. And let's get on with the show. Cheers, y'all.
Motherfuckers, it's Jess here. Uh, this is an episode edit coming at you live about eight months after the original recording. Why? Uh, because I just got the balls to listen to my own podcast for the first time. You know, that brutal inner critic thing who wants to hear themselves. No one. Yeah, it's real. And yeah, now I see this really is not a great intro to the show. I realized I had no idea what I was doing. I state that very clearly several times. But things have really changed a lot since I made this first episode. Frankly, it doesn't give a realistic preview of what's to come because momentum necessitated episode evolution from the get-go. In the spirit of the project, I'm not going to undo my less-than-perfect or planned work. So laugh at me with my amateur efforts. I think it's important for trauma sufferers, especially, to see how getting started is the hardest part. But let me give you a heads up about the course corrections that have been made so far in this podcast, because uh, it turns out there are a lot of traumatized motherfuckers around the world looking for answers. So logically, I took my open library access and started researching them. So while this first recording is kind of an off-the-cuff description of my life under the influence of complex PTSD, the show really starts to take a turn towards scientific research mixed with personal epiphanies and trauma management tips. Yes, that means I also start to plan what I'm saying and doing. How fancy. Really, the project becomes more of a show and less of a personal confession booth. But I don't know. Don't worry. If you're here for the personal notes, that brutally honest dynamic is weaved through the episodes too. And a lot more snark will bubble up to the surface than this very gently spoken episode might suggest. I mean, at heart, I'm a punk kid with a trigger-happy get-fucked response. I really can't keep that under wraps for too long. So where this episode sounds super empowering and a bit fluffy... Uh, it's really a bit more zen than where things are quickly going to end up. I mean, the show is called Traumatized Motherfuckers. It's captained by a girl who can't decide if she's a pissy 12-year-old skater, a pissy 55-year-old war veteran, or a pissy 25-year-old academic professional. All the while being none of those things. So, buckle up for some salty words and a heavy hand of sarcasm. Welcome to Traumatized Motherfuckers if you're new here. It's the number one show for complex PTSD. It is the impetus of the bumping Traumatized Motherfucker Discord community. It's the podcast for people who've never had their own people. Stick around to see how an international clan of misfits congregates around an audio water jug and influences a return to research for one ex-scientist. You probably haven't learned about complex trauma like this before. All right, so sorry for the interruption. I just want to set the record straight before you think that I am a fluffy hippie woman because couldn't be further from the truth most days. That's it. Listen away, fuckers. Hey, my name is Jess and I am the original traumatized motherfucker. For about a year now, I've wanted to start a podcast to go along with my blog and online community 
that's meant to support mindsets greatly impacted by childhood trauma, also known as complex trauma. The problem is, I'm a chicken. I absolutely hate hearing myself. I don't like to put myself out there very often, and this entire practice has already been a huge stretch for me. So let me be honest and say I've been a big pussy about this. I've known that starting a podcast was within my reach. I've even owned this little clip-on noise-canceling microphone for about a year, and I've recorded draft episodes around that time as well. But I never felt comfortable actually putting it out there because at the end of the day, I'm still embarrassed. I still tell myself that I can't do it, and I convince myself that nobody cares. I worry about what people will think, and I feel like I'm a failure before I even get started. Unfortunately, this is the same mindset that kept me in a life that I've hated for most of my existence. Fearing what other people think, trying to be as normal and fly under the radar as much as possible, and generally doubting every one of my actions has led to a life that I don't enjoy. From the outside, people often think that I'm an impressive person and I've achieved a lot, but the truth is that none of that has meant anything to me. I have felt stalled out and trapped and terrified for 30 years. Even after I received my PTSD diagnosis the first time, I spent a decade floundering with absolutely no idea how to deal with that information. I have been absolutely crippled by depression and anxiety. I have stayed in jobs that I hated. I've followed a life path that I didn't believe in. I've wound up in relationships that were toxic and abusive and stayed in them for way too long. I've lost friends and family members thanks to my difficult emotions and propensity for isolating myself. I've been unhealthy. I've relied on substances to pass the time and to dull my senses. I've resorted to binge eating to pass my time. I've had weekends and weeks where I couldn't get out of bed because of depression and fear. I've been agoraphobic at times because I was too freaked out to leave the house to drive my car or to see other humans. All of this is to say, my life has been determined by a bad childhood. And for almost 30 years, I was not accountable for the way that I reacted. It wasn't my fault that those things happened to me when I was growing up, but it has been my fault that I've let them roll me over. I spent most of my life feeling like an outcast like I was the only one dealing with these things and like I was completely broken. I have convinced myself that there was no hope of a better future and that my fate was uniquely determined 
the moment I was born. I've sat around and waited for someone to come and save me because I didn't feel like I was capable of doing anything for myself. And then one day I realized that none of that is true. That my traumatic childhood has actually prepared me to do anything with my life. There are problems to deal with, like dissociation, flashbacks, panic attacks, anorexia, agoraphobia, insomnia, anxiety and depression and obsession. I've been through a lot, but because I've been through a lot, I have the power to overcome a lot. I'm more resilient and determined and adaptable than a lot of my peers. And it's my own self-fear that keeps me stuck. The voice in my head that tells me that I can't do anything right and that I was just born to be wrong, that I'm damaged and that I'm doomed. None of my accomplishments have ever meant a thing to me. I'm a peer-reviewed and published scientist. I've had a job in the craft beer industry as a logistics manager. I've been able to travel and met some really incredible people. And from the outside, I appear as though I have all of my shit together. And the fucking truth is that I have been a hot mess on the inside the whole time. No one has seen me staring off at walls or crying until I can't breathe or alternating between starvation and binging. No one has heard the things that I've said to myself. No one has seen the full extent of the relationships that I've ruined. Nobody really knows. And it's time to stop being afraid of the things that I tell myself I can't do. Because I told myself I couldn't escape my hometown, and I did. And I told myself I was too poor to ever go to college, and I did. And I told myself I was meant to work in a factory or a shitty retail job forever. And I became a professional. And I always worried that I was repulsive and would fail to find anyone who understood me. And that isn't true. I've completely changed everything about myself since I was that freaked out little girl dealing with circumstances she couldn't change. I'm an adult and I am perfectly in control of my life now. It's still scary. There's still ambiguity and financial concerns and social pressures and difficult relationships. My health isn't always ideal. I'm not always happy with myself. I have days where I'm depressed and anxious and slip back into some of my old habits. I still struggle with not drinking and not smoking to pass the time. 
and to give my brain something to feel like it's doing. But I can handle all of those things. I'm in control of this. I believe in who I am and I believe in the projects that I'm working on. I believe in traumatized motherfuckers. I think that there are incredible people out there who've experienced the same thing as me. So many more than I could ever imagine. And I think that they just need the support to keep their mindset afloat in order to make small steps every single day in the right direction. When you grow up in an uncontrollable environment with fear and isolation and suffering, your brain assumes that it will always be this way. You can't imagine a different way of life, but there is one. If you can escape your own mindset, your own trauma brain, as I lovingly refer to it, which is just trying to keep you alive, trying to be on high alert so you can survive like everybody else. When you learn to manage it and you learn to take chances and trust that there are good people and that things work out and that you are as deserving of a life that you enjoy as anybody else, things start to change. I've been at this for a year, maybe a year and a half now, and I can't believe the person that I've become. I still hate myself sometimes, and I still doubt everything that I'm doing. But then I get a message from somebody telling me that they've never been able to talk about their circumstances before, and they've been living in a life where they're trapped, and they have no control over what's happening to them. And I just want to keep doing it. I want to get my voice out there in new ways. I will go through the discomfort of sitting down and trying to record my weird ass voice without judging myself completely. I will try to put things on social media even though I do not use it myself. I will keep writing blog posts that hurt me when I'm sitting in that mental space because all of it is healing and all of it is proving to me that I can do it. No one is coming after me. There are people out there who do understand and they don't have a voice yet. If you're one of those people, if you have always felt wronged and victimized by life, if you've always been waiting for someone to come along and save you, I want you to know that you have everything that you need to save yourself. You are adaptable. You are gritty. You are resilient. You are wise. You are emotionally complex and able to relate to other people in ways that they can't imagine. And all of those tools set you up for success in whatever you truly want. You just can't let your mindset fall back into the gutter. You can't let your past trauma continue to be how you view everyday life. You have to change the frame. Take a leap of faith and imagine that the world isn't plotting against you. 
and start making tiny changes. The changes add up over time. You will gain momentum. You will feel better. You will meet new people who fill the voids that are killing you right now. You can stop having insomnia. You can stop being agoraphobic. You can stop obsessing. You can stop beating the shit out of yourself for something that you did 10 years ago. You can stop looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing a disgusting person where other people view a successful, beautiful human. But you have to believe that you can do it, that other people do it, and that you aren't a victim of this life. You're just learning from it. I want everyone to know that they aren't alone, that I'm here for them, and that I've probably been through almost anything they have experienced. It doesn't have to be shameful. It can be something that we laugh about behind closed doors with our closest friends. Or it can be something that we bravely put out on the internet and hope that other lost souls stumble upon at the moment that they need it. And that's my mission with traumatized motherfuckers. If you enjoy what I'm doing, if it means something to you, or if you know somebody who might be a traumatized motherfucker themselves, please keep tuning in. Send me some feedback. Connect with your fellow fuckers. And just start making changes little by little. We're all here together. It's a community of people looking to change their lives. Trying to escape their childhood experiences. And we can do this. My name's Jess, and I'm the original traumatized motherfucker. I'm here to tell you that you aren't doomed, damaged, or dead yet. And I'm here for you. So are millions of other people. Get in touch, share this, and let's keep moving on with our lives. Anything. The fucking joke is We're winning when you blink It's other moments Lousy with